Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how you doing today? Talking to me. Who, who else would I be talking to? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who else you'd be talking to. You had to be talking to me. Uh, y- y- <laughs> yes. Aha, very funny. Yeah, was that good? That was that, was that good, That was that was objectively hilarious. Objectively, oh, the funniest objectively. thing you've ever seen. Yeah, funniest, funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. No one's ever made that joke before, actually. Not once, never, never. It's I've just, never heard that joke before. It's just peak comedy. It's just, it's peak off originality. The dome. Right it's, off the dome. It was technically off the dome. It but, was. It's just peak comedy, peak originality. I, you know, I'm I'm going places that no man has ever dared to before. You know, nothing but the best here. <laughs> Speaking of the best, baby, it's time to find out who the best team in baseball is going to be. Baseball is back. Yes, baseball God, is back. I wish it would die already. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I am enjoying watching spring training in my free time. Good lord, what is your problem? Dude, there's a fucking pandemic. What else am I supposed to do? What is your malfunction, scumbag? Another movie reference. That was... That was... uh, That that was um, Full Metal Metal Jacket. Jacket. Yeah. Great, great movie. For like 50 minutes. Yeah, the boot camp section is definitely more entertaining than... Where they actually go to war. The war section's boring, honestly. A little bit. Not enough war times for my taste. For real, honestly. But baseball. Speaking of war crimes. Speaking of war crimes, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of crimes against humanity. Yes, so... Uh, as we do every year, we look at the over-under win totals for every team, and we make terrible predictions where we get about five right. Yeah, I was going to say, just like every year, we get it fucking wrong, like 85%. Uh, remember we bet over 88 on the Phillies? Oh, I remember. Not our finest moment. And they won like, and they they won won like, like 78, games. maybe. I don't think we even hit 78 that season. Good Lord. All right. So first up, Arizona Diamondbacks, their over-under is 74 and a half. I'll take the over. Oh, interesting. I think I, I think they're like a 500 team. Um, you and know, I'm going to say the NL West is very top-heavy this season. So I is. think that's going to be a hindrance. I'm going to go under here. That is true. I don't know. Are they doing it like last year where they're only playing like regional teams? No, they're going all over, I believe. Uh, well, then I think they could be 500. Like around 500. 
the Atlanta Braves over under 91 and a half. Um, wait, before how many games are playing? 170? Uh, I believe we're just doing the 162. Oh, that's right. That's right. Or well, 170. What am I thinking? Um, but yeah, it is a full season. Yeah. I think the Diamondbacks can pull out 80 wins. I don't know. I mean, that's not 500. It's about 500. That's a little under, but yeah. It is a little bit under. Wait. All right. So, what do you think for the Braves? Uh, I like the over. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go over as well. I mean, 91 and a half. They They're probably good, should man. be the front runners for the NL East. So I'm I'm fairly confident that they can beat 90 wins. Baltimore Orioles over under 64 and a half. Under. Probably under. I I don't they know. They are this improving though. Like I feel like they are going up a little bit. I mean, yeah, they're marginally improving. Like, last year's over-under was like 54.5, so that's clearly an improvement there. Um, I still think this team loses 100-plus games. It's just, I yeah, think they don't easily. really have a direction. But, I mean, they're at least getting better. They're improving. I mean, they're just not going to be good till like, 2030s. <laughs> Maybe late 2020s. That's going to be something. Boston the Orioles were, well, the Orioles were a playoff team like a few years ago. Not a Boston few years the ago. The playoffs was like, what, seven years ago? It was like 2013. It's been like eight years. That's, yeah, that, that's a while. It's, it does not feel like it's that long ago, but. I know, 2013 being eight years ago is fucked up, to a be honest. Up, yeah. It's definitely fucked up. All right, Boston Red Sox over under 80 and a half. Under. I think they're not going to win 80 games. You know, I think this team can probably pull off 80 wins. I'm, I'm, I'm putting they'll be like, they'll be around 80. I don't know if they're going to hit 81 because they'd have to hit 81. Yeah, they would have to hit 81 for the over. Honestly. The team didn't make any huge splashes in free agency, but I like a lot of the moves they made. It it's nice that like they're at least making smart decisions, like they're not throwing money at the problems and thinking that's going to solve it. So they it's a they they're making good budget decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this team's quite a playoff team per se, but I think it's a fringe playoff team. No. I think I think they could. They have one bullpen arm and no starters. And that one bullpen arm is questionable. You know, I the bats are I, all right though. The bats look pretty good for the season. They're showing promise. Um pitching, there's a lot of question marks for sure, but I'm optimistic about a few of our guys this season, so obviously this team is not going to be a contender. But I think fringe playoff team is a fine spot. I think people are sleeping on the Red Sox a little bit. Uh, Weighted and heated blanket. Because I don't think they're that good. Their lineup is good. Like They have Devers, who if he is hot this year, obviously 
one of the better bats. Xander's always solid. Verdugo's going to get more at-bats this year, and he's going to be good. JD will still be consistent, not like what he used to be, but he'll still be okay. Like, that lineup is, you know, can put some wins together. It's just I have no faith in that pitching staff whatsoever. I don't know. I mean, like, if that pitching staff can get it together, this team's going to be good. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. I think they can win 80-plus. So I'm going to go over. All right. One of the more interesting teams in the league right now, uh, the Chicago White Sox at 91 and a half wins. Um, I think, man, it's around there for me. I don't know if I want to give you, like, I, I, I'm kind of like saying, yeah, they'll probably win, like, you know, 91, 92 games. I'll, I'll, I'll take the over, but not by much. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. This team is very intriguing. There's a lot of young pieces there that are very talented. I think 92, 93 is a pretty safe bet for them. I mean, Tim Anderson going out there today and saying, you know, they're the best team in the AL. I mean, mm, you're no. up there. I'm, in theory, you're up there. They're the best team in the AL Central, but that's like saying, that's, you know, that's, you know, very, that's saying nothing. Uh, that's setting the bar very low. You're setting the bar in hell at that point. But like, if like if this team isn't winning the AL Central, I I don't know what would be. No, they're a failure. Definitely. And the manager hire, I fucking did not like it at all. I don't think it fits at all, but we'll see. I I guess we'll see. I don't know. It it doesn't... I don't know if I like the Larusa fit in Chicago, but... I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, you have this young, youthful team. It's really fun. You know, they're flashy. You hire a guy as old as Joe Biden to... uh... Yeah, and then then you hire some boomer. Like, I, I don't understand that. I mean, for what I've seen so far, the team likes him. So may, maybe that's a good sign. We'll but... see. I mean, hey, it's only the preseason. We'll see how the team feels. Like, if if they go through a, you know, if they go through a rough patch, we'll see how they feel about the coach. So the Chicago Cubs over under of 79 and a half. I'm going to go under with this team because they're kind of on the downward swing right now. You know, they had that 2016 championship. I think I think this team's kind of playing the right now. Bro, that hangover's been fucking... Miserable. The hangover going to fucking kill them. It's been five fucking years. Um, I, I, think, I think under because Chris Bryant is probably going to get traded at some point. So I think they're going to be under 79. But if they don't trade Chris, I can see him win at like 80 or so. All right. The Cincinnati Reds at 82 and a half wins. Hmm. I want to say slightly under. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, because like they'll probably be like around 500. Yeah, that sounds about right for this Reds team because like. There aren't that many pieces that particularly impress me. But at the same time, though, like, the team, it's going to be... I think they're just going to be pretty mediocre. They're not going to be you know, wowing anybody. Yeah, they're kind of in the I don't void. think this team is necessarily bad enough to suck. 
They're just in the void, honestly. They do have some good bats. Like, I like, you know, Castellanos because he, you know, he makes it a 4 nothing ball game, you know. <laughs> thank you for thank you for saying that. I was, I was debating, should we say it? Should we say uh, that? Should we? Have we ever made a 4 nothing ball game joke on here? I think we did at one point last summer. That was so long ago. I know, right? It does not feel like it was only a it, it was only a year ago. That that feels like a long. It was time it was ago. barely like six seven months ago. Yeah, it was longer than that. That was in August. No, it was in August. But I also like um, I don't know. I mean, there's some things I like about the Reds team, but overall, nothing that really. Stands out, so I think they they are a little under eighty two, but not by much. Yeah, I I think I can agree with that. The Cleveland Indians. Well, I, I don't whoa, think they're going to be the Indians whoa, anymore. Actually, I'm going to get whoa, canceled. Watch, watch your mouth. Oh, jeez. Hopefully, that's the spiders. I want them to be the spiders. But the Indian uh, Cleveland baseball the Cleveland team. Indigenous Peoples. No, the Cleveland baseball team. What's their over under? Eighty one and a half. Under. Yeah, I don't know if these I think these lines were made after the whole Yeah, these this was uh so Lindor's gone in this. This so, team yeah, is, this is hey, this team this team is selling for like no reason. So yeah, they're gonna lose. They're gonna be under five hundred pretty easily. Yeah. And you know what? That is the owner's fault. If it really wanna, is. If you want to blame anyone for that, that's the owner's fault. Speaking of teams with management to blame for their struggles, the Colorado Rockies <laughs> at sixty four and a half wins. Ooh. That's enough. I, I'm gonna go under. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. I'm thinking under. Not by a lot, because I mean, it's, it's, shit, it's hard. It's going to be hard for a team to do much worse than that. But it's this team sucks, <laughs> dude. Get Trevor Story out of there, please. Please say free story. Get Story and Blackman out of there, please. I don't think Blackman's ever going to leave. Just get him. Out I never of there. thought Arenado would leave either, but fuck. I, I, I figured Arenado would leave eventually, but not one year into his eight-year yeah, extension. on his own. Yeah, on his own accord, maybe. Not fucking. Like yes, he had opt-outs, but I would have just. Ex- I probably would have tried to exercise that at some point. Not. God. Dude, fire the Rockies into the sun, please. Yeah, they're a disgrace. I, I still cannot believe. That not only do you trade a franchise talent in Arenado on a relatively good contract for the team, for his talent, but then they pay a team $50 million to take on the contract. That was the... That's just egregious. It's so bad. That is terrible. Somehow the Rockies have a worse over-under than the Tigers, who are at 68-and-a-half. Oh, the Tigers are not winning 68 games. Absolutely not. <laughs> no chance at all. No. They're going to win, like, 40, maybe. 40-50. to 50. Uh, 
Uh, Houston Astros, 86 and a half. Um, I have them around there, honestly. I'll say a little over. I think they're going to be a little over 500. Yeah, that sounds about um, right. But they're definitely not going to be the team they used to be. I mean, no Springer. Altuve, I mean, I know it was Mickey Mouse season, but he looked like fucking shit last year. Um, Pretty sure no Verlander either, right? I don't know what Verlander's status is right now, but um, obviously they still have Bregman. Fucking hate Bregman, but he is good. Uh, Correa, I hate him too, but he's also still good. So I think they'll be a little under 90, but definitely a little over 86. Yeah, so right now, Verlander is likely not coming back in 2021. If he does, it's going to be September or October. So that does hurt. That is going to hurt. That's massive. I mean, the, honestly, we may have seen the last of Verlander forever. I mean, he's he's old. He's up there in age. And, you know, when you get an injury like that at that age, it's, you know. He's 38. He screwed up his elbow. I wouldn't yeah, necessarily be shocked, nor would I blame him if he were to hang him up. He's a Hall of Famer. He's going to be he's a, a Yeah, he's already a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, it's really okay that if that's the last of him, but... It would be sad to see him go. All right. So, Kansas City Royals, 72 and a half is their over under. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if they get, if they keep getting, you know, getting caught in four nothing ball games, then obviously that's not going to win them a lot of games. Yeah, it's kind of tough to win games if you don't score runs. But um, I think they'll be a little over. Not by much. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them the over here a little bit. Just because the AL Central is not impressive at all. The Los Angeles Angels. 83.5 is their over-under for the season. Um, he better be over. In theory, this team should be over, but you never know with this team. Just never seem to know. This Angels team needs to fucking get a grip because they cannot have Rendon and Trout and waste both of them, man. All right, the Los Angeles Dodgers at 101 and a half. Over. It should be over. Like you said earlier, the NL West is incredibly top-heavy. No thanks to the Dodgers, really. And, yeah, they definitely overpaid for Bauer, but this team is so good that it can afford to overpay for him. This Dodgers team is ridiculous. So it's they got to be the favorites to go to win the World Series. I know that's how it usually is. Is that the winning team is usually the favorite to repeat? But it would actually make sense if this Dodgers team were the favorite. The Miami Marlins at seventy and a half wins. Over. 
should I think it should be over. They're they're definitely starting to uh they're, they're on the up end in the right direction. This team might be interesting. Um the Milwaukee Brewers at eighty two and a half wins. I'm gonna go under here just a little bit. Yeah, I think a little under. I'm I'm not really I mean, I would like to see the Brewers start to succeed. I'm just not certain I'm seeing it right now, though. Yeah, they just don't look good. <laughs> the Minnesota Yelich. Yeah, Yelich, I mean, Yelich is good. Really good. You know, just wasn't not- good last year. But like you said, Mickey Mouse season. Yeah, that's true. The Minnesota Twins at 88 and a half wins. I got an over here. I got an over too. It should be. That team should be a, a playoff team. I mean, it's going to be them or the White Sox winning the division. I think the White Sox are a bit better, but the Twins also are more proven, if that makes any sense. So they might wind up winning the the only case where I see this this White Sox team not winning the division as like okay is if this Twins team gets hot. Because I definitely think this this team could run away with the AL Central. Although I do think that the White Sox are going to win it all, at least well at least for the AL Central, not the you know what I mean. The New York Yankees at 95 and a half wins. What do you think? Hmm. 95? It's about where I have them. So I'll say a little over. Yeah, I'll give you guys 96, 97 wins. I'm not thinking this is like, you know, a 100 season, but. Probably not. I'll, I'll give you guys the over here. The New York Mets at 90 and a half wins. Um, I think I'll give them the over here. But in true Mets fashion, I could also see them totally screwing this up. What's their over? 90 and a half. Uh, I... Th- mm. I think slight over. Maybe. I don't know, actually. Fuck. I don't know how this men's team is like. I don't know if they're built for a 162-game season. I mean, the only guy on this team, at least in the lineup, obviously DeGrom is great, and he's always going to be great until he's, you know, done. But the only guy in their lineup I know for sure is good in 162 games is Lindor. I don't know about anyone else. I mean, this this is going to be a year for the Mets to really prove that they're about it. Obviously, they've been a bit of a meme these last few years because, you know, they talk so much shit just for them to come up short. But, you know, you got... Lindor, you got Carrasco. You didn't really get anyone else you wanted, but 
the big piece was Lindor, and you got him. So what are you going to do with him? This team needs to make the playoffs in order for that trade to be worth it. Because this is a team that, like, ownership said they wanted a World Series within the next five years. Yeah, but they weren't willing to shell out for Bringer or Bermudo or really anybody else in the free agent market. Yeah, it, it was a weird decision on their part, which... Oh, well. It's really just their problem. They don't want to get the top talent that they say they wanted to get. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, they got a lot of work to do. If they really want to win a ring in the next five years, like, I, think, I think we said it, that Springer was a need. They didn't get him. I don't, know, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know who's going to be a big free agent in uh, 2022. And I know a lot of people wanted Romuto, too. I mean, I think if there was anybody they could have missed on, it meant Romuto. But still, I mean, this is, you know, they came in and talked a lot of game, you know, Steve Cohen, but they didn't really do much. I mean... For big center field, like, I don't really see anybody that is wowing my world here. Yeah, it's not a lot here. Really, this should have been your George Springer year. Because, I mean, I, I doubt... Oh, well, they did sign Kevin Pillar already, so that's probably going to be their uh, their center fielder, but he's going to be a free agent next season, or at least he has an opt-out or something. They, they really screwed up not getting Springer. He did. The Oakland Athletics at 87.5 wins. Over. Should be over. You would think over. Probably not going to do much else with that, though. No, but I think they'll be over 87. The Philadelphia Phillies at 80 and a half. I'm going to go over here. Fuck. I agree. This is uh, this is the cursed team. This is the cursed team, so probably... Pretty much, if, if you say yeah. over, they're probably going to go under. If you say under, one of us they'll is going to be over. Wrong, obviously. I think they're going to be a little over. I think they're a 500 team. They should be. That's what you think. And then... And then they win they 60 just, games. That, that, that's just how things go. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Bryce, I want you to take a guess at what, what uh, their over-under is. Is it 40? No, it's not that low, unfortunately. Although that would have been really funny. Uh, is it it, it probably should be, to be honest. But uh, no, they're they're over unders at fifty nine and a half. <laughs> Way under. Yeah, they might, they might win thirty games. Dude, if you told the Pirates fan last season that next season they'd win thirty games, they'd probably be optimistic because they thought it was going to be a sixty game season like last season. 
But then you have to explain to them that no, it was a full season. You guys just suck. Yeah, no, this team's awful, so. All right, San Diego Padres at 94 and a half wins. Over. It should be over. I mean. They should be like a 100 to one team. That'd be something to see, wouldn't it? Them and the Dodgers should both be 100 win teams minimum, to be honest. It sucks that this team's going to be a wildcard team because as great as they are, the Dodgers are just better. Yeah, probably. Uh, San think. Francisco Giants at 75 and a half wins. Ooh. Um... I think a little under. Because I don't think they've done anything like to help that team recently. So This team is really weird. I have a friend at school who's a huge Giants fan and a huge baseball fan in general. And he says that this team might be a wild card team. I say no to that. I, I don't think so, but I guess it's not crazy. I do think that maybe they'll win 76, 77 games. So I will take the slight over here. But I, it's, this is weird. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Giants. The Seattle Mariners at 72 and a half wins. Over. You think so? Yeah. I, I'm not high on these guys. I think they'll be like hovering 500. I don't think so. I'm going to go under. I mean, I don't know. It's they're weird. Um they have some young talent and I I think Kyle Lewis might be pretty good. We'll see. He's yet to play a full season and be really good, but I think Kyle Lewis might be something. And obviously, we know that one player can't elevate a team because, you know, Trout's made the playoffs once in 11 years. So, but I think they can be around 500. St. Louis Cardinals at 86 and a half wins. They better be fucking over. Jesus Christ. After getting Arenado and $50 million, you better be over. Yeah, you better be fucking over. Shit. Better be over 86. You better be, like, better than slightly average. This is just disrespectful. The Tampa Bay Rays at 85 and a half. Oh, they'll be over. Over. They're going to be, like, a 92-win team. Honestly, they might even get a little bit more than that. Obviously, they're not going to be as good as last season because they did trade Snell, but, like... That is true. Snell does hurt. And the thing is, none of their hitters have been good in a 162-game season either. So we'll see. They may fall apart. If I know the Rays, I know that they got young guys that are just going to have breakout seasons this season. Because they always do. That's just how the team operates. So I doubt that they're going to have any issues with finding someone who isn't necessarily going to be Snell, but they'll have someone who can play like Snell. They might not have as great a production as Snell did, but they'll have someone who can 
at least mimic what Snell did. Rays are easily going to win over 85 and a half games. Easily. All right, the Texas Rangers at 66 and a half wins. <laughs> I think they're slightly over. They might win like 68 games. I think I think I'm thinking slight over. Like maybe 70. I think 70 is their ceiling. Yeah, they're not very good. So All right, the Toronto Blue Jays at 86 and a half wins. They better be fucking over. Again, I'm thinking slight over here. The mm. AL the top like third of the AL is going to be it's going to be rough. Um are the Blue Jays part of that top third? I think and they're number, in the middle. Number 5. Yeah, they're like in the middle. So, but they should be a wild card team. This is going to be an interesting team to see. They got a lot of young talent. They brought in George Springer. I'll give them the yeah, slide over here. I'll say eighty-eight wins. Yeah, the, this team needs to be a playoff team this year. Otherwise, it's a failure. All right, and lastly, the Washington Nationals at eighty-four and a half wins. Um, I think slightly under. I don't know. I'm. I might. I'm gonna go slightly over, actually. Okay. The thing is, I don't. Their lineup is awful. <laughs> Other than like, um, Trey Turner, Soto, and Bell, that lineup is ass. So, but their pitching's great. Yeah, I think that pitching with that lineup might just be enough to get this team to like 86 wins. It might be. I think it's going to blow up in their face more than it helps them. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So there really isn't much else to talk about. Uh, NFL-wise, J.J. Watt has, in fact, signed a deal. And he signed with the Arizona Cardinals of all teams. This is fucking weird. It really is weird, but supposedly he believes in Kyler Murray and he believes in this team. And that defense, was, which is already fairly solid, it, I'd say it got better as a result of adding J.J. Watt. I know he's getting old, he's got some injury concerns, but realistically, this contract is... Pretty friendly for Arizona, especially this season, where his cap hit is under $5 million. So, in theory, if you can get good production out of him for the next two seasons... It's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. NFC West is a fucking gauntlet. (laughs) Good God. Dude, no wonder Russell Wilson wants out. Or not necessarily wants out, but... You got, I mean, yeah, you got Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, who you could argue are the worst team in that division right now. And they're still good. Uh, And then you have the Rams, who just had Stafford. 
which makes our offense probably a little better. And that defense is fucking terrifying. Dude, you got a division with Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, uh, Nick Bosa. Just, can you blame Russ for wanting an offensive line right now? I mean, shit, yeah. Um, and now the Cardinals look solid. They always have. And then obviously the 49ers who people kind of forgot about because they got really injured last year, but that team is going to be good coming this season. So I'll say this, that NFC West, that NFC West could produce four playoff teams. Like, I know, I know we said that last season they produced, did they get three? No, they didn't. They only had two. They had two. The Cardinals came close, but I think in theory we could see all four of these teams make the playoffs. Yeah, I think in I think honestly it is very possible. All of the NFC West is the playoffs. It is like all three wildcard teams. Like that is entirely possible in my mind. I mean, the only thing stopping them really right now is. Is the NFC South. It, I that would mean that the NFC South needs only the the winner of their division to make it. I think that's and possible. It it is possible in theory, but that also means I'll that, say that the NFC South of, looks pretty fucking good too. Honestly, especially if the Panthers get Watson. If the Panthers make some good moves, they, they they're, they're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, I mean. If if everything stays the way it is right now, I think it's possible. But if moves are made, which obviously they probably will be, because we're getting the free agency soon in the draft. But I'm pretty sure free agency starts not next week, is it? I don't know, but it's gonna be soon. The new league year it starts on St. Patrick's Day, so not next week, but the week after. I'm excited to see, though, because with the lower salary cap this season, teams are going to be cutting players left and right trying to uh, free up cap space. So that means we're going to be seeing some big names. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos. The NFL is going to be interesting next year. It really is. I think... um... I think the NFC West is, as of right now, the crown jewel division. Cause I mean, as it should be this season, but... But uh, we'll get more into football, you know, as things develop this offseason and the draft as well. Um, but for basketball... We have some slightly big news. Blake Griffin has been bought out by the Pistons. Yes, Blake Griffin is now a free agent. I'll tell you what, man. Like, Blake Griffin has been slammed on the last few years. Ever since, well, not last, ever since he got to Detroit. But I'll say this. You put him in the right spot, I think he turns it up again. I can see it. 
I mean, Blake was a legitimate superstar for a considerable amount of time. I think you put him in the right scenario on like a contender. He goes fucking stupid. He goes crazy. I think every every contender in the NBA should be going after Blake. The Lakers should be going after Blake. The Celtics absolutely should be going after Blake. I think he'd fit in great there. I mean, I think he's a fucking need for the Celtics at this point. You know, I'm not even getting my hopes up with the Celtics at this point. Um, maybe I don't think like the Jazz should be like the Clippers. Honestly, Blake would fit in great back in his old home. Um, what about the Nets? I don't know. Maybe I could maybe see it. I mean, he's he would take a very um interesting role i don't like because he's he's kind of ball dominant like without the ball in his hands i don't really know what he's going to do other than rebound it's not like he's a playmaker or anything so i don't think he'd fit in with the nets but lakers celtics i I think definitely i mean i'm not going to say no if he winds up signing with the celtics i'm just not confident that the Celtics are even going to bother with him. Well, I mean, why not, honestly, at this point? <laughs> that, that's a great question you should be asking Danny Ainge. Like, yeah, why, I mean, at this point for the Celtics, I mean, at this point for the Celtics, your bigs are fucking playing like garbage every night. Because um, we don't even have a real big. Yeah, Ty, like, I think we were right about Tice. Tice is good off the bench, but with big minutes, he's just not the answer. I mean, Tice is our biggest big, I believe. He's not very good. Tice is six Tice eight, so he's not even our biggest big. Tice but, is like six eight. Yeah. I thought he was taller. No. And Tristan's only like six eight, six seven. Robert Williams, six eight. So we don't have like a so, true dedicated yeah, big. Blake's Blake's like six eleven, so honestly, why not for Blake at this point, honestly? I, I mean what, how much worse can it get over there? There's no risk to going after Blake Griffin. He's low risk, high reward, honestly. It makes really is. And I know the Celtics, uh, they've been linked to Vucevic. I mean, that I, would work. It would work. It would give us height that we need. He would instantly become our top big. But I know that would mean that we'd have to trade for him. We'd have to give up some of our young pieces, which... Okay, he might have to flip the trade extension too because he makes a lot of money. Yeah, he's making twenty eight million, which our trade exception was twenty eight million. Yeah, so you'd probably have to use the trade exception, which I'm fine with. That would be worth. I mean, Vucevic isn't necessarily big, but like he's very skilled. He's a very skilled player. So, but I think Blake. I think Blake in a new situation. I think it'd rejuvenate him. I think he'd be not what he used to be, but at least like. Better than what he was on the Pistons. He even and he didn't. He really wasn't that bad on the Pistons either. He just hurt a lot. I think definitely Celtics Lakers should be the two teams that go after him a lot. Lakers could definitely use some help, especially without AD. I mean, AD will probably be back after the All Star break, but he should be. Can't hurt to have Blake Griffin. I think the Celtics, I just think the Celtics need to make big time moves because at this point, they're fucking, they're abysmal. 
Yeah. You know, whatever. If the Celtics don't make a move, it's I mean that's if they don't do if they don't do anything at all, I mean that's probably their season right there. I mean they're barely five hundred going into the break. They are a top four seed, but uh, I mean we'll see how much that matters. You can you can lose that spot just as easily as we got it. I mean the Knicks are the five seed right now. Oh my god, is that I will, I will give this so if that holds They've been playing a lot better these last few games. I mean, they squeaked by a depleted Raptor team, and and they they did beat who they beat. They beat the Clippers, so that is good. Um, and they they barely inched by the Wizards. <laughs> Dude, I swear I thought we were gonna lose that game against the Wizards. Um. But, I mean, yeah, they are winning games, so that is good. Not pretty, but it's getting the job done. Man, if that holds Knicks-Celtics Knicks playoff series again, actually our last playoff series win was against the Celtics. That was like seven years ago, six years ago. No, that was seven years ago, I think, like 2014. Twitter's going to be a nightmare if there's a Celtic or if there's a Sixers-Celtics series. Next, uh, next I don't think you're going to see this. I mean, I don't I, know if you're going to see the Sixers. <laughs> no, we we're not going to see the Sixers in the postseason. Hey, if the if you have to play the Sixers, if you do beat the Knicks, you will play the Sixers. I think you're going to get your we, fucking we ass beat. You know I'm not even going to uh, let's let's just not even get ahead of ourselves here. Let's let's just make sure the Celtics get to the postseason first, because <laughs> there are things I've been more confident about. In my lifetime, I think they will. I mean, the East is awful. The East is honestly pathetic. Anything past the Bucks, that team is fucking pathetic, to be honest. Yeah. Except for the Knicks, I guess, because the Knicks weren't really supposed to be at like five hundred or better, but they're they're doing okay. But outside of that shit, yeah, it's it's getting bad out here. Think we can wrap this up? Yeah, I think we can wrap it up there. All right. That is going to do it for episode 134 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian Cusick. That is spelled C U S I C K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beeriz, I T S B R I Z Z. Thank you for listening and have a great day.